Caroline Haley here and welcome to a brand new episode on the Be More Pineapple podcast. I hope you are all doing really, really well. We have had a bit of a chaotic few days. <laughs> um, if you uh, follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I was in hospital with uh, a little lolly bear. Um, I don't really know what happened, if I'm honest. <laughs> I don't really know what happened. I went upstairs with Ellis because Ollie was point blank refusing to come upstairs and brush his teeth. So I just thought, you know what, child, <laughs> you do you, babes. I cannot be bothered to argue with you. So I left him downstairs and me and Ellis went upstairs to do our teeth. The next thing, I can hear this almighty squeal. So I've come running back down the stairs. He's got something running down his face, running down his eye, down onto his jumper. And I'm like, what is that? And I said, Ollie, what is that? And he said, in there. And I was like, but what is it? And I just could not figure out what it was. It smelled of soap. And I was like, oh my God, but where would he have got that from? Then I was thinking he's got one of my diffusers and tipped that over himself. And that's gone in his eye. I just could not figure out what it was. And then um, I just took him into the kitchen then, sat him on the worktop. And was having a proper look. And then I turned round and I saw an empty Daz capsule sat on the side. So I was like, right, that makes sense. He's pinched a Daz capsule. And uh, yeah, so I didn't know whether he'd put it in his mouth. Um, obviously, Ollie has tendencies to put things in his mouth. Um, if you've listened to this from day one, you might have heard it somewhere, I've mentioned probably in this podcast, that he's had snails in his mouth before now. Like that kid will put everything and everything in his gob. So I was like, have you put it in your mouth? Yeah. So I was like, no. And then uh, I'd ask them a little bit later, did you bite it? No. So I just could not get a clear image of what actually happened. So we went to A&E. He was eating as normal. They said, just feed him his lunch. If he is sick, then we know he's basically swallowed some. But there probably won't be an awful lot that he has swallowed or, in, or ingested. But we need to sort his eye out. So we ended up going to eye casualty. Uh, and they checked his eye, put some dye in his eye to make sure it was all working okay, checked his sight, and, and that all seemed, um, thankfully, really, really fine as well, thank God. And um, he ended up having like a little tiny chemical burn just underneath his eye on the skin. <coughs> and just a little bit of like of irritation, so he's got antibiotics, eye drops, and yeah. So it just absolutely chaotic. And then the weekend came, we had a jump at weekend. And then Sunday, I started feeling a bit unwell. And, and I've now got a water infection. Oh, it's just in one of those things like one after the other after the other. And I just feel really like it's took it out of me. Um, so I'm now I'm just in a few call, co- uh, coaching calls this morning. I Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. <laughs> I am. I've had a peppermint tea. I'm drinking and drinking. I've got my antibiotics. And I've done all my calls for today. So now I'm just going to chill. I'm going to pour into my own cup, sit with a face mask on, dye my eyebrows, bit of self-care, eat some nice food today, just get nice and comfy, cosy. It is pouring it down with rain today. So I've legged it out on the scoring this morning, managed to get home and uh, pyjamas straight on, fire running, I think. But anyway... That's a little about me. Oh, house update, guys. A house update. There is five of us in the chain. So it's a big whopping chain. So I'm like, oh, God. But uh, we'll make it there eventually. I want. So they've said that you're not going to be moving till next year. I'm absolutely fine with that. We're in now the middle of November. So I do not want to be 
uh, moving before now because we've got to get Christmas out of the way. It would just be too much. It would be absolutely be too much. So it's going to be in the new year. I'm absolutely happy with that. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys um, updated. But today I wanted to talk to you about being authentic because this is something that um, a lot of people that I speak to really struggle with. And I think um, when I look back at my um, history and my journey and stuff, that was actually something that really took me down a dark avenue when I was not being authentically me. Um, So I remember back, God, how old would I have been? How old are you when you're in year eight or whatever I think you might be like 12 something like I, I can't remember the ages but anyway I was I remember being at school in secondary school and I remember just being completely me my crazy happy self <laughs> those of you that know know me you know how uh nuts I can be and I was just my my normal self and I've always been a speaker as you find as long as you're saying it with good intention and you're not being horrible you're not being spiteful then say what you feel say what's on your mind And I got to a point where I was saying what I thought, telling people how they made me feel, saying if people asked for my opinion, I'd give it and then they wouldn't like it. It was that kind of scenario. And that happened for a lot, a lot of time. Like I would say that happened from being in secondary school right the way up until like adulthood. And I think, you know what, it probably happened before that. I think I've always been an outspoken person. I've always been one to give you my opinion. I would rather say it to you than behind your back. (laughs) And I think sometimes that can be really, really triggering for a lot of people. And it got to that point where, um, you know, I was having conversations with my sister. She would be coming to me for support and advice. I would give her that advice. She wouldn't like it. She would go off in a huff, wouldn't speak to me for days. And then I'd have the same um, situation with friends. They'd come up to me, ask for my opinion. I'd give them my opinion. They didn't like my opinion. And it was just that vicious circle. But then my brain went into protection mode what you are making people feel this certain way so we need to and then they're making us feel a certain way so we need to stop doing that okay we need to just stop telling them what we think so start shutting up don't speak to anybody and just protection mode clunk clunk is on um and that did not do me well at all And looking back, I think that was the starting point for my depression, for my anxiety and everything else and when it started to spiral. So I remember certain situations where people would ask for my opinion and I'd be like, boom, there's my opinion. But then I remember being told, you've got a sharp tongue, you've got a sharp tongue, you've got a sharp tongue. And what happened then on my journey was... I went really within myself. So then when people were speaking to me, I didn't know what to say to them because I didn't know, I didn't want to upset anybody. So then I wouldn't speak and I'd just listen and nod and "Hmm, yeah, of course, yeah. And that just wasn't me. And I lost myself for a very long time. I kept saying, if when I say things, I'm, I kept thinking that when I was to say things, I'm going to upset people. Therefore, I just shut myself off. I didn't speak to people. If people wanted to come round, I'd be like, no, I'm busy. And I could just completely shut everybody off because I thought that when I was, when I was going to start speaking, I would upset people. And that was like the whole pattern that I was creating. And it was only when I went to therapy that 
she said to me, what What does it mean having a sharp tongue? I said, well, I don't know. It's just a, something that everyone says. Like, I just say it as it is. And she was like, right. And how does that make you feel? And, you know, all that jazz. And um, it's only like since then been doing my, on my own path and my own journey, I've actually realised I was not being authentically me. So therefore, how can I be authentically me and be in a right mindset and in a right everything, really? Because nothing's going to go your way. Nothing's going to go as planned. Nothing's going to be healthy if you're not being your true self. So I now know my boundaries. I now have understood other people's boundaries. And now I know if what I say upsets you, that's nothing to do with me because I've said it with good intention. The way that you take it, that's then on you. So if you then take it badly and you are then triggered by what I say, you need to go and do some healing. And when that actually was said to me, um, I had actually had a coaching call with a lovely, a lovely, lovely lady called Tara. She's now um, moved to Dubai and, well, no, she hasn't moved to Dubai. She's, I'm traveling around. I think she's in Dubai at the moment. But anyway, she's a fantastic coach. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, I just can't be authentically me and blah, 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 blah. And she said, oh, you, and she actually said to me, I think you were put on this earth to trigger people. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I've not thought of it like that before. That's crazy talk. And if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, oh my God, Hayley, this sounds exactly like me. Like whenever I say things, I seem to upset people. So therefore I just go really withdrawn, really within, and I don't say anything to anybody. And I guarantee there will be people listening to this podcast going, whoa, that sounds like me. And I tell you what, if it is, you need to remember you are possibly put on this planet to trigger. And when we trigger, we bring up people's um, responses, their emotion. Therefore, they need to work on that. So when you um, trigger people, you then bring out what they need to heal, which when you think about it in a roundabout way, we are here to heal. We are here to heal. And that's one thing I'll always take away from that. So always be authentically you because there will always be someone out there that will then um, relate to you and be like, oh my God, this person's my person. And if you're not being authentically you, then how are you going to find your tribe? How are you going to go forward with anything if you are not being you? If you are sitting there now and feeling stuck and feeling empty, feeling whatever, that could be down to you just not showing up as you. That could be something that we need to address, something that we need to look deeply into as to why you are not being you. And look deeply into that, okay? So if that sounds like something that you're like, whoa, 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 my God, yeah. Then message me, message me. We can unblock this, we can uncover this, we can find out what it is. We can get on to um, a clarity session. I do a, clarity, a one hour clarity, clarity sessions and we can dig through everything to f- actually figure out what their heckin' bob is happening, okay? So let's source it out. Let's get to the bottom of it, get to the nitty gritty, pull it out so we can work on it going forward. So always be authentically you guys, because the moment that you're not, you're not going to develop that like, know and trust. You're not going to be happy within you. And that could really have a massive knock on effect to do with your mental health like it did mine.
Okay, so thank you so much for listening for today. Um, I'm now going to go off and have a little chill. This will be published tomorrow and I'll see you next week for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Bye bye.